greet you with the words of the songwriter Elton M. Roth. He said, I have a song that Jesus gave me. It was sent from heaven above. There never was a sweeter melody. Tis a melody of love. In my heart, there rings a melody. There rings a melody with heaven's harmony. In my heart, there rings a melody. There rings a melody of love. Are you in love this morning? Are you in love with the Lord? How about it? Are you in love with your spouse? We are looking morning after morning at how we can better communicate. And we are looking now at what the Bible says about communicating. We look at several portions of scripture. We stopped at Proverbs 15, 28 last morning. And I want us to begin at Proverbs 21, 23. What the Bible says. They are not me. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. So permit me this devotion to just share with you what the Bible says. You see, you don't have to speak about everything you see or everything you hear. Proverbs 21, 23. He says, Whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue keepeth his soul from trouble. You don't have to. You can keep yourself out of a lot of trouble by just keeping your mouth shut at times. He said something else in chapter 26. This man Solomon, wow, he spoke with, with all the experience that you could think of. Chapter 26, verse 4, and verse number 5, he said, Answer not a fool according to his folly, lest thou also be like unto him. Answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own conceit. Wow, wow, what words. Don't say what others want you or expect you to say. You know, sometimes someone asks you a question and you would answer them and they would say, answer the question. You would say, but I answered the question. They said, no, you didn't answer the question. Well, the reason why they're saying that you didn't answer the question is because you did not say what they wanted you to say. Well, they're two different brain, two different mouth. One may think that you should say something, but you should be wise enough to think for yourself. Know how to communicate by, you know, keeping quiet at times. And then in the book of Proverbs, chapter 29 and verse 20, your way of answering another speaks of how hopeful it is for you. The way you answer somebody else will tell how Hopeful it is for you in regards to what you are speaking about. Proverbs, the 29th chapter and the 29th verse. Seest thou a man that is hasty in his words? There is more hope of a fool than of him. Hmm. A guy that just loves to, to just, just talk. Before you finish, he or she is just talking. The Bible said there's more, more hope for a fool than for such a person. In chapter 15 and in verse 23, the wise man said something. In other words, when you read it, you will see, he would say, be careful what you say so you don't have regret after speaking. Uh, many folks have said over and repeated times, I sorry I said that. I'm sure that you no doubt said that too. I said that many times. I should not have said that. I'm sorry that I said that. Sometimes I have to go back and apologize to the person and say, I should not have said that. I'm sorry. He said, a man had joy by the answer of his mouth and a word spoken in due season. How good is it? A word spoken in due season. How good is it? In chapter 25 
and verse 11. Remember what we are doing this morning? We are looking at what the Bible says in regards to communication. And we are in the book of Proverbs and he has a lot to say. And verse 11, he said, a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in pictures of silver. A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in pictures of silver. Let your words be pleasantly delivered. You see, if you are one who loves to cuss or to tell the other person, tell them off or let them have it, if you can't keep quiet and must always be heard, if you love to tell the other person something, then listen to these verses that I'm going to use next. And I'm going to be still in Proverbs. We're going to go to chapter 11. Hmm. You know, some people will tell you, man, I just let him have it. Well, let's see how the scripture will let us have it. In chapter 11, verse 12 and verse 13, he says, He that is void of wisdom despiseth his neighbor. Verse 12. But a man of understanding holdeth his peace. A man of what? A man of understanding. What he does? He doesn't just talk about everything. A talebearer, verse 13, revealeth secrets. But he that is of a faithful spirit concealeth the matter. Sometimes you tell people, you know, I want to share something with you, but promise me that you're not going to tell anybody. And they make a promise. And then they go to somebody else and say, you know what? I want to share something with you, but promise me that you're not going to tell anybody. The very same thing that you told the person not to tell somebody, they're gone to somebody and say, promise me that you ain't going to tell nobody. And, and the person who's asking now for the promise has already promised that they won't tell nobody, but they're going to tell somebody now and asking the person to promise. Be careful with a tail bearer. And, and you know, those are the type of people, so you got to be careful letting them into your relationships. Sometimes you tell people things and they go right back and say more than what you say and put a different meaning to what you say. Chapter 13, the wise man and verse number three says, he that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life, but he that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. Shall what? Have destruction. So by keeping quiet, you keep destruction away from you. Keep quiet as times. Listen, study to listen. Be a listener. It takes more to listen than to talk. You learn more by listening than talking. And this is good for all of us. The wise man said in chapter 17, verse 27 and verse number 28, He that hath knowledge spirit his words, and the man of understanding is of an excellent spirit, even a fool, when he holdeth his peace, is counted wise. And he that shutteth his lips is esteemed a man of understanding. He said, the person is already a fool, but when he holds his peace, that fool is counted wise. Wow, wow, wow. These are powerful words that he's using here to us today. In Proverbs chapter 21 and verse number 23 says, whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue keepeth his soul from trouble. Some folks wonder, why am I always in trouble? Why? Check yourself. See if you listen more than you talk, or you talk more than you listen. If you want to stay out of trouble, know when and what to talk. Be careful communicating. And chapter 17 and verse number 9, and then I'm going to give you two more, and uh, we're going to move on to something else. In chapter 17 and verse number 9, he says, he that covered a transgression seeketh love, but he that repeated a matter separated very friends. 
Wow. Don't be one that no one can trust. Make sure that somebody can trust you. Make sure that people can trust you. And if you say something, you must be man enough to say, I said it. And if you need to apologize, you must be man enough or woman enough to apologize and say, I said it, I was wrong, and I'm sorry. Chapter 21 and verse number 9. You are better off in the rain, according to Proverbs chapter 21 and verse number 9. He says, it is better to dwell in the corner of a housetop than with a brawling woman in a wide house. Boy, somebody call it nagging nagging woman. He says, better you be somewhere in the corner of a rooftop, even if rain coming, than in a house with a nagging woman. You're better off out in the rain. So please, 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 ma'am, don't be a nagging woman. In Proverbs 15, 1, the Bible says, a soft answer turneth away wrath. I have been told so many times before, and I never forget it. I've been told by my pastor many times, Webster, make your words sweet. You may have to eat them. I never forget that. Make my words sweet. I may have to eat them. And he's so right. I say to you, make your words sweet because you may have to eat them. Don't let anger cause you to say the wrong thing in your communicating. I know I have said a lot about communicating. Why I said so much? Because I really believe it is a life to any relationship. I really believe communicating is key number two to relationship. And when I say number two, I don't take it in chronological order like that. It's an important key to the relationship. I know that one will say love is number one. Yes, I would accept that. But these are the things that prove that you are in love. May God bless you as you have a great day in the Lord. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We adore you. We lift up your name and say thanks for all you have done and all that you're doing in and through our lives. Help us in our relationships to be better. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. God bless you. Have a great day. Be safe.